This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast, sponsored by Bemidji State University and Northwest Technical College. The Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors Podcast is also sponsored by Visit Bemidji. Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors covers the lakes, woods, trails, wildlife, and anything else going on outdoors in Paul Bunyan's playground. The Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic is coming up Saturday. We talk to one of the teams. They've both fished the tournament multiple times, but the first time they've ever fished this tournament, let alone any tournament, together. Bruce Jean and Randy Clausen are up next. I turned a lake into a big old ass. I never used ass for 20 pound tails. If you're fishing with me, you're fishing with the best. And if you're not, ooh, yeah, girl, soon you're gonna be. I catch more fishes than the seagull birds. If you all ain't fishing, you're a bunch of nerds. Cause the fishes all tremble at the side of me. Cause I'm fishing. This is the Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors podcast, sponsored in part by Bemidji State University. You can pursue your passions with a world-class education in the heart of Minnesota's Northwoods. The drive to acquire deeper knowledge and develop greater wisdom is already in your nature. So join us on the shores of Lake Bemidji. Minnesota's premier Northwoods University can help you make the world a better place than you found it. Learn more at BemidjiState.edu and schedule a tour today. BemidjiState.edu I'm Chuck Hassey, of Leisure Outdoor Adventures, and you're listening to Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Well, here we are getting ready for the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic, and in studio, in person, we have Bruce Jean and Randy Clausen, who are teaming up this year at the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. And guys, I guess, you know, I mentioned it off the air, you are the official representatives on uh, Paul Bunyan Country for anybody who's not a Peterson that's fishing in this tournament. <laughs> So you you know, uh, let's hear the trash talk. Is it going to go outside the Peterson clan this year? Well, I I, I don't see why it shouldn't. I mean, <laughs> can they win it every year? So, um, Randy, what do you think? <clears throat> I think it's a big big hill to climb. Uh, you know, the bar they've set the bar extremely high for a number of years. So, you know, the rest of us we're just trying to we're just trying to make little little strides every year, I guess. So, Bruce, how many years you fished the tournament? I think this is 12. And Randy? Five. Okay. So you both know the old way. Very different this year, uh, not just because we're using an app. This is like the third or fourth year they've used the app. But the chess game is over. It's all about big fish this year. Do you like that better or do you like the chess game better? Well, we were talking a little bit about that. And and it. I think it's going to reduce a lot of the scrunched up 19 and 7 8 inch walleyes that we saw in pictures. I think it's going to help um, the people that really can target larger fish. So I think that's that's going to be a benefit. Randy? Yeah, and I think, you know, people have talked about and us too that, um, you know, your techniques maybe are going to change a little bit because you, you aren't trying to find those. In the past, the perfect fish was based upon fitting into a slot. Now mm-hmm. the perfect fish is just the biggest that you can catch. And so that's going to be a little bit different. And I know talking to people, some people are, they're just going to fish different. I know even, uh, even being out on the lake doing a little scouting and pre-fishing, you're, you're looking for, you're not necessarily looking for those big pods of fish where you can, all right, we need to find those fish where those 19 and three quarters are, you know, mm-hmm. and then we can go find a different spot for overs. Now you're just targeting, we need to find overs. Um, yeah. otherwise you're not going to compete. Yeah. It's, it's going to be a, a whole different vibe, a whole different feel. 
Um, but I, but I'm looking forward to it. I just I think it's a fun tournament to be a part of. The interesting thing is for you two, uh, you guys have known each other for a while, but you've never fished in a tournament before. Certainly not this tournament. And basically, uh, you haven't even determined whose boat you're going to be in. <laughs> no, we got a lot of things still to decide. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, our our friendship has been based upon being in a competitive situation. So we we both enjoy that. Now the difference is the competitive situation was. With me being a coach and with Bruce wearing stripes, uh, we weren't necessarily striving for the same goal. Uh, and so now we got to kind of take those competitive juices and say, all right, let's put differences aside. And uh, I think we did that as a coach and as an official too, but let's put differences aside and uh, figure out how we can best uh, – Put the best bag together. <clears throat> so this morning, Randy and I shared a boat for the first time. Well, second time. Um, one time was the, with the late John Barth, and, and we caught a, a million crappies, and Randy doesn't remember that. But anyway, <laughs> digressing to the fact that today, so Randy jumps in my boat, and we're going to go fishing together. And, you know, I have a pattern I think we're going to catch fish, and, and Randy's just biting his tongue and biting his tongue. And we caught a couple little walleyes, well... A, a lot of little perch and and I can just see Randy kind of building like he would when I was wearing stripes, Kevin. He would just right about he's about to blow and nope, he just points and he goes, Go that way. <laughs> and that's all it was. So again, I listened and I I felt like saying, Sit down, coach. I've had enough. <laughs> but we are together. But you know, it's it's interesting. Teaming up with Randy, you know, we've we've always talked before tournaments. And Randy was a little tight-lipped. I got to tell you, he's generally pretty open. And and but he'd be like, "Hey, did you get him an Irvin?" And his lips were just sealed because I know he's got secret spots in lakes. Like Randy knows. I mean, you, I just was just at his house in his garage. Sorry, Randy, I took a mic front. Weird, right? Full of first place trophies out there. And Randy's so humble, he won't even. You know, uh, he knows how to fish this lake, and he knows how to catch a lot of fish. You asked earlier about the size of fish. He probably has the most 19 and a half inch fish caught on Bemidji and Irvin out there. And I'm not even kidding, but now we need to get those 27s to 30s. So the question is whose boat are we going to use? One that's good at rigging and deeper fish or Randy's boat, which is good at, um, well, I'm not sure what it's good at yet. So. Yeah, we haven't figured that out. Yeah, well, so. And you both have new boats, so you're battling whose new boat gets to be on the water. That's right. So. Okay. We should probably just call Ray as, you know, Sport and Marine and just say, hey, guys, which which boat do you want showcased or uh, or which boat don't you want to be put into a bad light? There you <laughs> go. That's the case. There you but, go. Well, um, wouldn't that be fun to hoist up the trophy oh, yeah. with the Peterson second and third? Yeah. Oh, that would be a good time. Sorry, guys. Well, and, and you actually go back a ways with the Petersons, yes. right, when you yep. were going to college here. Yep, yep. And uh, so our, our – my dad and uh, – Senior Peterson were good friends growing up, and every time I see him, he always asks how Mama Jean's doing. And so, just you know, you, you think about a family that's salt of the earth, and that Peterson family is is definitely there. So, yeah. and as much as I love that family, I'd sure like to knock them off on Saturday. <laughs> how about you, Randy? So, uh, I'm not worried about anybody else. Uh, that's right. I'm sorry, it's more just about trying to figure out how we can put the right fish in the boat. So. Perfect. And even Bruce kind of said, with the difference in boats that we have, we do we fish we fish different styles, and and you know the the tournament scene has been going through a transition as far as um, how how people target certain fish, and 
you know, with the advancement of live scope and active target and all those types of things. So uh, just figuring out how how we can best use our skills in a way that uh, produces a good result. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know how you guys did out on the pre-fishing today, but uh, I heard from a lot of guys who were out on Bemidji today for Take a Kid Fishing that uh, the bite was really, really good. I know I'm not going to get jacked from you guys as far as <laughs> what you use and where you were, but can you at least tell me if you were finding fish? Go ahead, Bruce. <laughs> well, you say I like to talk a lot. We did find some fish. We'll just leave it at that. Okay. So we, we have a lot more work to do tomorrow in figuring out how to get those big fish and where they're located and how to get along. So I'm not wearing stripes on Saturday, so he can't, doesn't have the green light to yell at me. So it should so, be good. So I, called, I was calling around looking for uh, somebody who's been fishing on Bemidji, but it's not fishing the tournament, so they'll tell me the truth and what they think is going to happen. Finally found Brady Lawton, so he'll tell me Friday on what's actually help, happening on Bemidji. But uh, it'll be interesting to see. I, I expect it'll be big because I just uh, everything I've heard is the bite is really good right now and has been for about a couple weeks. And certainly um, you were just over on Leech Lake, Randy, for the Leech Lake Walleye Tournament. And after a very slow start, that lake obviously is on fire right now. Yeah, that was crazy. I mean, it was it was just uh, uh, you know it, it was one of those one of those bites for us. First day we struggled a little bit just catching the right unders and the numbers, but you know the second day when when you can feel pretty confident that you have a very good chance to get in your five unders and they're going to be twenty inch fish, legitimate ones that aren't folded in half or anything like that, um, just because <laughs> of the number of fish that you're catching, and that's that's what was going on in Leech. And there's just um, there's just a lot of big fish in that lake right now. I don't know how else to say it. I mean, yeah. it, you could tell by the weights. Um, yeah. It was, uh, it, it, it just was far exceed. Last year was a really good bite, but it far exceeded that, you know. And uh, so that's 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 good. And and you can ask Brady because uh, uh, I saw Brady out on the lake uh, not today but yesterday, and uh, so we were fishing right alongside of each other, and and think he was guiding and. He was asking me about fishing and stuff, and so, so yeah, so he he's he's dialed in. So we've got uh, you, you did the Leech Lake, which is a two day event, mm-hmm. and this is a one day event. And I'm sure you both fished multi day events and single day events. Which do you prefer? Uh, you know, putting a back to back day is tough. You know, if you do like a Malax tournament, you got a Saturday Sunday. If you're up in that top five or top ten. The pressure's really on for the next day to perform and keep it going, and sometimes the wind changes, or you have a weather come in, or something. And so, um, you know, I, I like them both, but I, I probably like the single day. It's not mu- as much of a grind, and and it's a little more put your best foot forward and and go from there, Randy. Yeah, and I, you know, I like them both. Um, the challenge with the two day, especially on I fished the two day on Lake Bemidji before, and the challenge here is that, you know, I don't. I think Bemidji kind of fish is small when it comes to a tournament where where you have so many spots where there's a lot of boats that are pressuring those same fish. And and you hate to see it when you're pre-fishing when you see these same spots getting pounded and pounded and pounded. And you just wonder if the bite can sustain itself through two days of a tournament. And so um, a, a lake like Bemidji, I, I think the – I love the one-day format. I think it's a mm-hmm. perfect format. Um, you know, I think it's – when you look at it from a competitive situation, uh, I look at it like like sports – you know, the truly the better team is going to emerge more often when you play four out of seven. 
compared to playing just a single game. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it's the same thing in tournaments sometimes where, you know, you have to be a little bit more diverse and really be dialed in in order to be able to consistently produce well on back-to-back days. And so I think that's the, the big difference I see. Could you imagine refing him four out of seven <laughs> games? <laughs> <laughs> We are talking with Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic teammates Randy Clausen and Bruce Jean. We got a lot more to cover next. I'm Bruce Jean at Rainy Lake Guiding. I always like to give to those in need. That's why I'm on Paul Bunyan Country Outdoors because we all know Kev Jackson is sure in need of knowledge. Hi, I'm Dick Beardsley with Dick Beardsley Fishing Guide Service. Get hooked on Bemidji this summer where you can catch fish as legendary as Paul Bunyan himself. From panfish and walleye to pike, bass, and the elusive muskie, Bemidji provides an exceptional fishing opportunity for all. Immerse yourself in the Northwoods setting and experience the natural wildlife Bemidji has to offer. Find out more at visitbemidji.com. Bemidji points to further. This is Mike Frisch of Fishing the Midwest, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. We are getting ready for the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic. We've got one of the teams with us today, the team of Randy Clausen and Bruce Jean, who met under unique circumstances. You guys were in the same district for many, many years, principal teacher and a coach and a ref, uh, but you first met on the basketball court, right? Before you even knew you were in the same district? Well, we were just talking about that on the way here. Is what year did you first yell at me? I mean, we get to know each other. So, And it, 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 the interesting part, it was... a. Uh, a third place state uh, basketball game, and and to get there is quite an honor as a coach. And then you know he won his first game, and he blames me for losing his second, which I, I wasn't even refing it, but he blamed me somehow for it. So and um, and uh, and then I got to ref the the consolation game, and and I just remember the intensity that that Randy had as a coach, and. You know, we've shared a boat a little bit, but even after today, it, you know, we're, we're, we need to catch some fish. Like, I think he, that was quote today. And, and, like, so that's that's what I'm after as a partner and, and someone to work with. And, and so, yeah, it, it's it's going to be fun. I'm, I'm excited about that and, and uh, uh, see, how, see how it goes. Right. And I, I think it's funny as far as the relationship between a coach and, a, and an official because, I mean, I was a basketball coach for 36 years. And I can – honestly say that during that entire time there's two officials two total that i would consider to be a friend Mm -hmm. and uh and and it's many of these guys and women too worked many of my games you know um but bruce was somebody that that truly is a friend and has been for years and and the other official um Bruce knows him. It's, it's John McLean, who's an Elk River graduate where I coach, and so he wasn't allowed to, to officiate any of my games. Oh. So he was uh, he was the official that was a friend that didn't have to do my games. So okay. it's easier to like them than it is sometimes the ones that are, are officiating your games. <laughs> well, now here's an interesting uh, dynamic, and and I and I've uh, speaking of coaches and and uh, and officials and fishing. So Travis Peterson used to be the lumberjack basketball mm-hmm. coach for years, mm-hmm. and I'm blanking on the last name, but it was, his name was John. He was an official uh, up here. I think he still is, and he's a big angler. And, you know, you'd see those guys sitting there, and I'd be over there getting uh, stuff, and I knew John and I knew Travis, and they'd be sitting there talking about fishing, where the fish are biting, all just friendly. Then the game started. It's like night and day. Yeah. Totally different <laughs> dynamic. <laughs> Well, a lot of life is based upon somebody's <laughs> perception, and the, the problem is is that 
sometimes officials, the way they see things, aren't the, quite the same way that we do as a coach. And so that's what I'm thinking of the next couple of days in the boat with Bruce is that, you know, that's what we got to get past, that I'm going to look at my live scope and see one thing, and he's going to be looking at his active target and see something else. And, and uh, you know, we got to come to a consensus as far as what we want to be seeing. And and the hard part is who's going to be right because I can't give him a technical and kick him out of the boat because we got to fish together the rest of the day. No, and that, and that's right. You know, it's and, and it's about relationships and working together. And the world of fishing is large but quite small. Mm-hmm. And the fun part about it is you get to meet and like you know out here on Bemidji, there's quite a few boats on Bemidji today. Randy knew every single one of them. Like, oh, hey, that's that's Matt or that's John or you know. So, but it's about the relationships you make, and and you know, it's 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 about that in the world: fishing, basketball, school, whatever it's at. And mm-hmm. you know, I think you know, truly, Kevin, mean, we've met on you know on the podium, and I was in the hot seat for a while, and you know, things to that nature. But you know, the relationship that you develop with people over time is what makes your you know your world a happy place, and so. And that's definitely in the boat. So yeah. it'll be a fun, fun weekend. Well, Lake Bemidji is kind of like Bemidji, the town. I come from a really small town, 1,300 people. So to me, Bemidji was a pretty big town. And I came from a, a county that had no lakes. So to me, Bemidji was a really big lake. Well, both Bemidji and, and in the overall scheme, both Lake Bemidji and the city of Bemidji are kind of small. So you get out on the water on Lake Bemidji, you, you – any number of times you're going to see a lot of the same people. You're going to know people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Yeah, you know, and it, and it is. It's like you. Um, it, I don't know. It's just it's just fun. It's just fun getting to know some of the anglers a little bit better. And and uh, and even even for me, I'm still even though I was raised in Bemidji and went to high school and college and, and did all that, and now I'm back here living again. I still. I still get harassed a little bit because my cell phone number is seven six three. Now it's not it's not six one two, so I got to keep telling them that because I get harassed even more that if I had a six one two, I go, I'm from Bemidji, you know. So I'm still trying to, you know, reestablish. You know, even though the roots have always been here, uh, you know, being gone for so long and, and teaching and coaching somewhere else, it's still. Still trying to reestablish myself. We're still city, it's Randy. It's okay. Our seven six three numbers. But I will say, you know, that like for example, Rainy Lake, it, you can go eighty miles one way and not run into the same water. So there's a lot of room to fish. And so you're on a reef, you're all alone, and a boat comes in. You're like, what's going on? You know. Mm-hmm. Well, Bemidji, you get to share a lot of water. There was a point today where we were kind of fishing on our own, and we we're about. I don't know, five minutes later, we caught a walleye, and all of a sudden, there are six boats within a pitching jig away from us. And we're like, okay. So we left. We went somewhere else. But, you know, and that's kind of, it feels like it's kind of the norm. You don't get upset about it. You just kind of move and, and adjust. And But rainy, that's a that's a different world. Someone moves in. So kind of the differences in the two lakes. Mm-hmm. Well, I think what's, you know, you mentioned how small the lake's going to be Saturday with 100 boats on. But not just 100 boats and 200 anglers, but 200 anglers of that caliber. These are This is a really good field every year. These are really good anglers in a pretty small area, all things considered. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting. And I, I think a, a comparison, to me anyways, is I fished in the MWC for a few years on cast, and they have a really good field too. Um, but you have you have like a core group of anglers that fish cast a lot, and then you have this group that are coming in that are fishing more the national circuit, 
and aren't as familiar on casts. And so it seems like that group that is out there fishing all the time, has they have a big advantage, and you usually mm-hmm. can see it in the result. Well, now you look at this tournament, and there's 100 teams, and there's like 92 of them are local teams, it feels <laughs> like, that have, have spent their life. They've got more walleyes on Bemidji than any other lake around, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And so there's so much... There's so much knowledge and experience on this lake that the anglers possess that, to me, it, it's, it never really surprises me who wins this tournament um, and who does well because th- there's just so many quality anglers here. I yeah. think with that, wasn't last year the first time there was a repeat winner or two years ago? It was two just years ago. two yeah. years ago. Yeah. So out of 20, how many years, 20 years of this tournament, the first back-to-back or repeat winner was just two years ago so yeah. that just tells you the quality of fisher people on this in this tournament it's it's outstanding we we're just talking at, at dinner tonight there's a lot of good sticks in this tournament that are unknown to maybe the big world of fishing but they can still put a lot of fish in the boat and and definitely weigh some big weight so yeah, yeah anyone can win it well and, and the guys that won it two years ago um you know they're they're guys that they never get on Paul Bunyan country unless they win a tournament. They're just really humble, quiet guys. Man, can they fish, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so what are you saying, that we're not humble and quiet? Uh, no. I, <laughs> no. I'd say that you're giving. Okay. You share. Okay. You share. We're helping you learn fishing. Kevin. You are helping me sound smart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's right. I hear that all the time on the radio. <laughs> so, so tell me, Randy, we obviously know you've been on leash for a while and on Bemidji. How's the overall fishing been for you this year from opener on? It's just been getting better and better, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seemed like I opened on Winnie this year. And Winnie, it, I, Winnie was really good. I mean, just uh, just caught a lot of fish and had a great time with uh, um, not working, you know, not guiding, just with a group of friends that I've known for years. And so it was good to do that. And then, you know, I think from what I heard, because I didn't fish the first weekend here, but the Bemidji area, it was a little bit slower that mm-hmm. first week, two weeks of the season. And it's, to me anyways, every week since, it's just ramping up. It's getting better and better and better. And... Uh, um, it's just, it's just a, it's at a good place right now. It's a good fishery. What about you? Where uh, I know you've been on Malax a lot. What's what's been going on? So, and Malax started out, of course, opener was a little chilly and <laughs> windy and cold, um, but that it's been a southeast wind every day on Malax. I love fishing the north side of Malax up in the sand, and it's been just lights out because all the. You know, all the food has been blowing up there. All the shiners are still up shallow, and that's where the walleyes have been too. So, it's it's been a fun opening month of fishing season on on the Malax area. I know also that Rainey's um, some guides up there have been having a real good bite. Um, it's it's been a lot of fun. My brother was guiding and and limited out on crappies and walleyes, and he got a bunch of perch to to top it off. So he was cleaning fish for about forty five minutes that day. <laughs> we launched the boat yesterday on uh, on the um, south side of Bemidji, and we had a seventy eight degree water temp. So Whoa. that's as warm as I can remember this tournament ever. Uh, of course, when you get out to the middle of the water, it's about seventy four ish or so. I think we had today once we were. Out at Diamond Bar, but um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's going to be a fun tournament. I think there's going to be some big weights. But one of the things that just seems crazy is just kind of coincidental or whatever. But um, unbelievable um, numbers and sizes on red right now. Winnie right now. Um, I'm hearing on Malax right now and uh, Bemidji Leach. Everything seems to be like in its prime. So these next 
four or five years of fishing could be really good in, in the heart of Paul Bunyan country. I don't know what's going on, but we'll take it. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and the Red Lake bite has been incredible. And yeah. the numbers of from opener on that I've reported, hundreds of fish caught by a single boat. And, you know, granted, they're fishermen, so maybe subtract 30% of that. But <laughs> it's still really good. We'll wrap it up with Randy and Bruce next, including a double-barreled fast five. I'm Jason Durham of Go Fish Guide Service. I'm proud of the efforts my fellow guides and I make to help Kev Jackson sound like he has a clue. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. If you're ready to write the next chapter of your life and love the outdoors, Northwest Technical College might be the perfect fit. Northwest Technical College in Bemidji has state-of-the-art technical education and six career paths in the heart of the Northwoods. Automotive, building trades, business, health, child care, and manufacturing technology. We're surrounded by more than 400 lakes and acres and acres of forests. You can be fishing, you can be hunting, and you can be plotting the course of your life all at the same place. The shortest path to your dream job begins at Northwest Technical College, Bemidji's Technical College. Learn more today. Visit ntcmn.edu. I'm Kevin Cochran, and you're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Bruce Jean of Rainy Lake Guide Service and Malax Lake Guide Service, my guest today, along with Randy Clausen, his teammate for the Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic from the Bemidji Area Guide Service. And guys, anything else we guys want to talk about? I mean, I know you're not going to tell me anything about Lake Bemidji right now, but... Closed lips. Closed lips. <laughs> Chicken wraps. <laughs> A little early for that. Oh, yeah. all right. All yeah. right. Well, no, I, I mean, uh, obviously, uh, we, as we talk, it's going to be a different vibe. It's going to be big fish, and it's going to take a lot of – It's going to have, I think it's going to take six really big fish to win this. Yeah, and what I see is, is different is that, you know, traditionally Bemidji has, has been, for me anyways, um, really a strong rigging bite, you know. And so when you're fishing these community spots and you have, you have boats, they, they play nicely together. You know, so they we're all working in the same direction. We're drifting in the same direction, back trolling, whatever. You know what I mean? You have to, you have to, um, you have to have some etiquette on the water and some yeah. integrity, and, and do the right thing. And so that's been really good out here. You know, I think. Well, now it's changed because so many people are are using forward facing sonar. So many more people are spot locking. You still have the group that wants to troll, and so it's harder to do that. And so I think the dynamics of fishing close to people has really changed um, as far as how how are you going to you know before you'd see a pot of fish and you would go through and the next boat would go through and you'd keep working them now you see a pot of fish and people spot lock and they just fish that pod yeah. you know so so that has changed a little bit you know um, and it, uh, it it's just a, a transition I look at it that way as far as fishing the, the many of these tournaments with these larger bags there are there are much more people targeting specific fish instead of you know, I used to fish where you target a specific structure and work a certain structure at a certain depth and, and keep moving and find those fish. Now you're not now you're not fishing as much until you actually are on the fish. And so um, that'll be a little bit different out here, I think. Okay. Well, you guys, uh, you ready for a double-barreled Fast Five? <clears throat> How much time you got? <laughs> I got all night. I got all night. Nobody's needing the studio. Absolutely. <laughs> okay. So it was – It's it's it, 
took me some work to find the five questions because you know he's 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 a veteran. Oh yeah, and he's answered a lot of the questions you haven't got to yet, which I can't wait to ask you, but can't do it tonight. We'll have to do that another time. So I had to find five that neither of you have ans- oh. answered yet. So I finally found them. Are you are you ready to go? Are we going? We're ready. Bruce always first, and me second. Oh, gonna... no, every other. I'll 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 tell okay. you who's going first. All right. Fast five. Who's with me? <laughs> we'll start first with you, Randy. Okay. In this question, question number one: What is the greatest sporting event you can remember in your life? That is a wow. That's a tough question. So. Um, I'm not somebody who's really gone to games, so it wouldn't be one that I necessarily attended. Um, you know, I, I'm going to lump this together mm-hmm. and just think of when I enjoyed watching sports the most. I love the Michael Jordan era. Um, that was like must-see TV. And so I would say whenever the Bulls were playing, I think it was like on WGN or something, I watched every Bulls game that I could. And so that would be, for me, that was kind of like a highlight of a sporting event. Okay. I would totally agree with the Bulls. The, the Magic Bird competition was big, too. Like, that was, we were growing up elementary school, and that was a, a rivalry. But I think the single that I, the, the biggest that I attended was, uh, it was the Section 4A state championship. It was Buffalo and Armstrong. I, know, I think you were at the game, because but it was four overtimes. And roughly, the, the target center was nearly full, packed intensity great con- i mean everything about it was perfect excellent officiating like amazing officiating randy because they they do exist out there there are good <laughs> officials out there and but it was just one of those but i remember that event and, and having goosebumps for the entire overtime group so definitely. and then adding to that oh we played buffalo in the section final that year and we had a last second shot to beat them that went in and out and uh, they beat us in a you know, great game, and they went on to, to do that in state. So we almost ended their championship before they even got there. That could have been you in that four overtime. Yeah. Could have been. Could have been. <laughs> well, I, I can tell I'm talking to a couple basketball guys. Because <laughs> yeah. I go Miracle on Ice. That's my oh, oh, That's a good yeah. one. That's Very a, good, a good one. Answer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm just really happy that he didn't say anything about the Packers. <laughs> I'm sure there's going to be a Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers reference. Um, in there, and I'm happy that he didn't go there. You're welcome, Randy. Full of Viking stuff at it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, question number two, Bruce. Who is your favorite actress of all time? What? Uh, was it Mary Lou Retton ever in? <laughs> you remember? <No. laughs> um, actress. Oh. Um, who was the gal on? Top Gun the first time around. Oh, Tom I, Cruise's girlfriend. Yeah, I can't think of her name. That, uh, yeah, that would be... Was it like Kelly? Yeah. Yes, yes. yep, Kelly. that's it. All right. Randy. Uh, I'm going to just go Jennifer Aniston. Okay. All right. Short and sweet. <laughs> Question number three. Randy, who was the best of the three grumpy old men? Uh, I'm only remembering two of them, so uh, I'll go with I'll go with Walter Matthau. Okay. Bruce, I would agree with that. Okay. That's because yeah. you can't think of the other names, can you? Nope, <laughs> I can't either. But that's why I went with Walter. Yeah. Well, no, Walter was great. Yeah. He was great. The other one was Jack Lemmon. Yeah. yeah. But Burgess Meredith. 
the dad. Oh. That that's my favorite. There he is. Oh, okay. You're a punch. I didn't see that I was he nailed that. <laughs> he did. <laughs> All right, question number four, Randy. Coke or Pepsi? I've always been a this will sound strange, but that's alright. I like Diet Coke, but not regular Coke. But I like regular Pepsi, not Diet Pepsi. Oh wow. So if I had to go with one or the other, I would go McDonald's Diet Coke. Okay. And I'm gonna fish with him the next <laughs> So I if I go to a restaurant and order a, a beverage, if they I'll say Coke or Pepsi, and if they have Pepsi, I'll order water. If they have Coke <laughs> I'll order a Coke. Like that's so it's one hundred percent Coke and anyone that likes Pepsi just needs to just stop. So All right. In general, I mean is a cola your favorite kind of pop or is there another pop that you actually prefer? Well, if I'm in a tournament, mm-hmm. my secret okay, my secret weapon in a tournament is Mountain Dew. Because uh-huh. I'm not a calf, I don't drink coffee, so I don't drink much caffeine. And so if I if I really got to get amped up and the bite's tough, I'll pop a Mountain Dew. Okay, he's a Mountain Dew and peanut M and M's, and then <laughs> they'll put a banana in his boat and hide on it. So <laughs> wasn't that Will? I no, think Will I, was, I will, or you did that to Will? I offered him a banana and he didn't want it, and sure enough, they won that tournament. See, so. Will, you should have well, should take well. Yeah, from yeah. our perspective, he should have taken. Yeah, banana. there you go, Will. Okay. What about you? Is, is cola your best, your favorite? or? Uh, yeah, so I, I was drinking a lot of Mountain Dew, and uh, I just decided that's enough of that. So it's just okay. uh, it's it's water. And, okay. Uh, yeah. You don't you don't drink coffee? No, nope, never have. Wow. Since your growth. Yeah. So well, that, you know, that, that explains it. <laughs> Although I didn't start till I was 18, and it was already, I was already shot at that you point. Were done. So, you were yeah, done. yeah. All right. Um, by the way, speaking of bananas and boats, so <laughs> Dick Grizzly was out to take kid fishing today, and he they were on uh, Big Bass, where he loves to fish, and somebody brought a banana on the boat. He said, you can't have a banana on the boat. It's bad luck for fishing. He threw it in the water. And uh, the other guy... Uh, the other guys watched it, and they they uh, they reeled in the banana, and they caught 140 fish. So, and uh, on their on their stringer, they had the banana. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go, Dick. I guess you got to start eating bananas. That's right. <laughs> All right, Bruce. Question number five: Who is the best Seinfeld character? Uh, I, I I just watched the episode of Kramer. Or, or when Kramer came through the door with his golf clubs, I, I just I just had a golf event and I felt like that for a while. I slammed my clubs down. <laughs> These suck. So I just remember Kramer doing that. Okay. Well, we finally agree on one thing. Yeah. All right. So hopefully this this will move us forward. So definitely Kramer. How does anybody pick anybody but Kramer? Right. I mean, he if is. Enjoyed, the best. If you enjoyed the show, you had to. Yes. Yeah, he was yeah. the reason. Yeah. 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 I mean, Newman cracked me up, but he, he can't be my favorite. No. It's got to be Kramer. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Bruce, if people are going to go fishing on Rainier or Mille Lacs and want to get a trip with you guys, how do they do that? Yeah, check us out at, uh, well, uh, you could just do a Google search because the Google knows all, but RainierLakeGuiding.com or MillacsLakeGuiding.com, and, and uh, we'll definitely take you on a great fishing trip. Um, don't hesitate. If you want to take a trip of Voyagers National Park, a lot of people in Bemidji have not seen it yet. And it's it's like it's it's a different 
continent. It's beautiful. Huge Norway pines, rolling uh, bluffs of glacier-cut islands and outcrops. It's definitely a, a, a sight to see. So give us a call. We'll take you out for a tour. Okay. And Randy, an official new guide in the uh, Bemidji area. Uh, people want to fish this area and some of these fine lakes. How do they get a hold of you? Yeah, I'd say first um, call or text uh, 763-670-6033. And yes, that is a seven six three area code <laughs> city. So, uh, and then uh, BemidjiGuide dot com. Uh, we're also on Facebook, Bemidji Area Guide Service. Okay, Randy Clausen, Bruce Jean, first time teammates for the uh, Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic coming up this Saturday. Good luck, guys! Thanks for coming in, and you did a great job of representing the non Peterson contingent at the Knights <laughs> of Columbus Walleye Classic. All right, thanks, Kev. Thanks, Kev. Looking forward to the big day Saturday. The late I am looking forward to that big day Saturday. The Knights of Columbus Walleye Classic will be out there all day, and of course, uh, on stage, calling out the top ten and awarding first prize and that big check. You'll want to be out there to check it out. Maybe buy a raffle ticket. Maybe win a boat, motor, and trailer. Uh, it'll all start around five five thirty with the top ten showdown expected to go at six o'clock. That's it for today. I'm Kev Jackson. Thank you for being here. Now we're going fishing. Bye bye, the country.